Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's Juan again, and it's another week, and another thing gone down. How's everybody doing? Good? I am doing pretty spectacular, pretty good. Tired, little worn out, little sore, but it's a good sore. It's the good tired, because I got stuff done. That's the good stuff. I always think to myself, when I lay my head down, and I'm finally going to close my eyes to sleep. I want it to be for the right reasons. I want to be tired for the right reasons. Just like you want to wake up for the right reasons. You want to have the right reasons. And this weekend was definitely it. A lot of it uh, was just the events and everything that's going on and just prep and things, go, you know, putting it all in order and then doing it, you know. Um, we did the MIA Mixer uh, over at Magic City Casino and it was awesome. It was a really good time. <laughs> the only thing is, I think people got trashed. I mean, who would have thought if you have an event with free samples of beer? Well, not free samples, but all the beer you can drink, people would get out of hand. Actually, I thought of it. Yeah, it got really fucking out of hand. Um, it was, for, you know, it was a great time. A lot of people showed up. A lot of people, same thing, you know, you start talking to them. Was there with Goblin's Highest Creature Entertainment, you know, promoting. Kenny Calderon from Wild Inks was there. He was doing his artwork. I was selling, and it was good. You know, everybody came up, and they were all like, "Oh man, a shop in Hialeah! Holy crap! A shop in Hialeah! Holy crap! A shop in Hialeah!" And that was good. You know, so still getting the word out. I mean, every time you go out there, it's just, you know, I look at it as a promo more than anything. But it was good to make some money too, sell some pops, sell some comics. Um, and kind of a hard crowd to sell it to when everybody's getting trashed. But everybody likes talking about comics when they're trashed. You know, um, I met one girl. And it was so hilarious because she, I mean, I hate to say stereotypes, but I would never have suspected that she was such a Spawn fan. You know, she was dressed very nice, very nice for a casino. It looked like she was there to, to have a, a loungy day to, to chill out and everything else. And she came up and she just started spewing Spawn and about stuff that she liked and this and this and that. And we talked about the old Spawn movie and the new Spawn movie and this and that. 
was awesome um so if she's listening to this that was a great conversation that was really cool to have um and then after that i i you know just the unloading and everything oh my god i mean i think that day i, I really approached it i was like all right i'm gonna go to the gym this morning went to the gym showered got back got to the office got to the office then went and, and cleaned my office that was another good thing and got stuff in order stuff i needed to take out stuff i needed to send to to, to storage da, 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 you know bam 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 just get stuff done then load up get there load in do the set up everything tents and everything else ready to sell people came bam 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 then load out come back everything else came back still within party mode so then i went to have some drinks with a friend and it was awesome she got me to dance i don't dance <laughs> i just don't you know i i feel like uh a bear on a tricycle when i when, when i go and dance but it was fun it was good to have and we had a great time so i, I think in the end were, everything was good and then today's sunday you know got to sleep in a little bit woke up went to the studio uh which is the shop too and so you know got that to get you know got, hung out there talked to some people it was a good time like it was everything is just going and going you know i just at times i'm just like holy crap like man what's the next step what's the next step what's the next step and and that i'm like writing my notes doing this here and i'm like gotta do the podcast gotta do this gotta do that and just review comics and get everything else together so it was a really good time i'm really happy it was awesome next week is more stuff I'll, I'll probably mention it at the end of the podcast all the stuff that we have happening coming up and everything and um yeah um but it's been really good i'm trying to finish tommy i have marvel studio sketch cards due i have some commissions that i'm backed up on so i've been busy i have a lot to do i have a lot to to go after um but that's a good place to be i think it's one of those things that um I love making things. I love making art. Um, I, I pile that up with trying to make people laugh. I think the 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 word making. I, I, I'm I'm thinking I should, or maker. I should have that tattooed on me. I, it's something I love to do. It's that creating part and putting together part. All those things really work. And um, when you see it come to fruition and get it out there, it's it's really cool. And you can doubt yourself, man. Even after everything, I I kind of sit there sometimes and. You know, I don't know. Some people talk about that new psychology of being <clears throat> fake or you're not supposed to be there. If you have a sense of uh, success, you know, sometimes people are in a position, they get to a certain place and they feel like they're not supposed to be there. And I always thought that was kind of bullshitty, but then I'm feeling it because there's times that I get words. And it's, I think it's when people, it's a mixture of adoration and, and also people are just so happy for you and even envious. And I think they're looking at you and, you know, this is the, the, this is the good to the bad. You know, there's adoration and envious. And they see what you're doing and they say, you know, I had people come up to me and they, they knew me and they're like, oh, man, I'm digging the stand-up. That, that's so cool that you're doing that. Oh, I'm digging that, you know, the comic book shop. That's amazing you're doing that. Oh, man, the comics. You make this? Oh, my God. That's a, and, and it registers great. You know, it's something that's awesome. You always appreciate it. That, I'm never going to shit that. If anything, I tell everybody to always do that to artists and people that you appreciate, especially the, the, the independent ones, the ones that are starting out. You catch somebody and you think they're funny. You catch somebody and you like their work. Tell them, you know, it puts air in our sails, you know, it keeps us going. But, you know, you also feel like a fake, like you're not supposed to be there. You're not that. And um, I don't know, maybe it'll go into the to to what I'll talk about later in the podcast, you know. Um, so coming up, um, 
And then I'm going to do some more comic book reviews. I'm going to look at some stuff. I'm going to talk about uh, appreciation today. And what, what, appreciating what you have and how it's a mindset. And then uh, I'm going to have uh, the comedy set from Valentine's. Well, before Valentine's Day, which was probably last Tuesday at Sweet Caroline's. We're going to have I'm going to put that up for you guys to listen. It was fun. It was a, a hard crowd. It was a very European crowd. And so what happened is a lot of them didn't know English. So I'll preface it with that. And so a lot of comics had problems just doing that room. And we had uh, a couple of like uh, headliners and people came in and they're like, this is a fucking tough room. I mean, even they were like, this is this is going to the gym. This is weightlifting because to make these people laugh took a lot. And that's the thing you have to appreciate. You have to get into that. So I, I'll probably get into it later. So a uh, really full podcast. Um I guess last podcast, people didn't really dig it or didn't really get into it. I didn't see that many plays. I know it was an old panel. I thought there was some good wisdom there to, to share. And I think it's a, it's, it's still a good podcast, but maybe, you know, I guess comic making and business is not like what people are wanting. So let's see what happens. I do have some panels coming up, uh, in March for Comic Con Revolution that's going to revolve around that. And those are going to have some really cool guests too. So I'm going to try to record those and put those on there. And those are the plans now, but uh, so we'll have more coming up. But thanks, to, thank you to everybody that came out to the Mega Mix on uh, yesterday on Saturday, and uh, hopefully I'll see you guys this weekend for Autumn Pomp. But more on that next in, uh, in the podcast. All right, let's get going. Okay, so I was like sitting down looking at my pile of comics that I read. And I'm trying to read a comic a day. So it's like one of the, my, my main goals this year, just to read a comic a day, old, new, whatever. So this is some of the stuff I have in front of me. I'm looking at it now. One thing I picked up, and that's, I'm like, man, I'm on the fence about it. But Old Man Quill by uh, Ethan Sachs, uh, Robert Gill, and Andre Mosa. It's an interesting thing. It's just like a classic thing of Marvel to grab a concept and if it sells, milk it for everything that it's worth. Marvel's just really good at that. I mean, it's amazing how they just kind of just take it and run with it. And it's sometimes like it's good, it's bad, but it's like, I don't know. I, I, I guess it's it's something, but after a while, I'm just like, what the fuck are they doing, you know? Um, Old Man Quill, uh, this is issue one, nobody's fault but mine, I think it came out but, uh, last week, and obviously that's a little nod to a Led Zeppelin tune. Um, it, it starts really good, and there's some really parts to it, and I think one of the things about these old man um, sort of uh, positions... And now I'm just thinking about it because it started with Old Man Logan and Millar. Mark Millar did that. I wonder if he's either pissed about this or just tinkled pink. He probably is tinkled pink about it because when you really, when you think about it, it's it's him just like, you know, like just everybody is is taking his concept that he came up and wonderfully did with that. Now, I think evergreen graphic novel of old man logan and just ran with it and it's a whole idea and and in people even dc's doing it they have old, old lady harley and everything it's that idea of seeing the favorite marvel characters aged and old and how they would be in the future and how that would take 
and just seeing the whole universe like that and i think that's what they're doing now with this and it's interesting that they would be doing such a thing and putting it all together and everything and and it's really cool but it's like man it just feels like you're milking the crap out of this but at least this takes a galactic tour of that not to say too much to you know mess up what was going on or tell you or give away too much and taking a look at peter quill star lord now in the future as you know the king of spartax and taking over for his father i guess and being the leader that he thought he should be and that going woefully fucking wrong in the series as that's another moniker of the old old man series it seems to be like how these characters are aged and beat up and their decisions were not good decisions and everything went to shit and and it's like it's one of those things that i think it's interesting it's a cool concept but now they're just beating it to hell i mean they did old man logan then old man logan series and then the old man hawkeye which was interesting too that was not a bad series either because like you know it was kind of leading up to old man logan so you kind of saw what happened beforehand but now seeing this is like okay now you're really just leeching on to this idea as much as possible and bleeding it I think it's if you're a Marvel head and you like the history of Marvel and seeing characters and seeing them in a new light, it's an interesting series. I think you should try to see about picking it up. It'll be kind of cool. Um, but by the same token, um, if you're looking for something that's a little bit more than the storytelling's all right, the artwork is all right. I mean, it's not bad, but there's just no nothing in here that really like blows your mind as far as page turning sequentials or anything like that um it's interesting as hell but if you're into the marvel world and marvel history if you're a casual reader you know without the old man stuff as a reference at least old man logan and understanding that world they're going into you might be a little lot not a little lost you'll be just like eh the whole time so I would give definitely if you're 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 just a casual reader, you want something to read, I wouldn't recommend picking it up. It would be like a two out of five. If you're into Marvel and you're a Marvel head and make mine Marvel and you're into this shit, then yeah, I would say pick up uh, Old Man uh, pull four out of five. It'll be interesting. It's fun. I'm a Marvel head. I thought it was interesting and fun. It's n- neither here nor there. I don't think it's a make or break series. It's going to be like, oh shit, you need to read this. It's entertaining as fuck though. And it could be something really cool. But I, I wouldn't say, like, hell yeah, pick this up and nah, everything else. So, meh. A, a good try. Good, good, you know, everything. And I know we're going to see more because if this sells, you know, there's going to be more down the street. You know, thanks, Marvel, for just being fucking, just taking any original idea and beating it to death, you know? And uh, that's all I got to say for that. Alright, so next on our reviews is Gunhawks, and I believe this is a, well, it's a number one, but I, I don't know if this is going to be, it's a one-shot, yeah, published as a one-shot. This is kind of cool, this is interesting, it's um, by David Laffam as a writer, Luca Pizzari as uh, on the art, uh, Niraj Menon and Rachel Rosenberg, color artists, and uh, Travis Lanham as letterer, um, with some cover art by Gerardo Zafino. And variant covers by Bob McLeod and Aaron Cooter. 
um this was kind of interesting because it's like you know uh, marvel celebrating their 80 years they're going back and like the basis of what they've done and the stuff that they're doing and everything else and they did some uh, romance stuff and some other things but what's cool is they went back to their westerns and in this they took out uh oldie called gunhawks and i guess they kind of redressed it made a new story for it really interesting i think it was really well done um what got me was uh david well as david and maria Lapham wrote it and uh david was you know if you know your comics and you know your indie comics especially he's the guy who did uh stray bullets for many years and i think he's continuing the series it's been off and on for many years and it's an indie darling i mean that's like one of the go-to books with an indie market beautiful by the way he's an amazing storyteller and everything when he's done this so seeing this this is like a classic western tale it's a cool one shot to pick up like pretty good to read if you're kind of hungry for westerns i think that's kind of cool that they've been doing some of this stuff uh marvel does have a history of pretty good uh of uh pretty good westerns and 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 everything else and seeing that set up and everything it doesn't it needs a little bit more i think the artwork is a little bit meh it's not bad the sequentials are a little bit meh too um the story is pretty solid it's a good fun read um i think if there was a series and there were really more more on it it was called the the ballad of dead man donnelly i'm looking at it now and it's it's cool it's a nice celebration of that old school stuff you know the stuff from back in the day rawhide kid and like gunsmoke western and all that stuff even marvel comics i think number one had a western in it and then they did, did some stuff from years ago when they were brought back like Red Wolf and everything else. And again, getting that that Western feel. I think the the thing with the Westerns, like when you see stuff like even in movies, like, you know, you look at Ballad of Buster Scruggs, you look at Tombstone, you look at like a lot of those kind of like th- those kind of things. And my thing is, what was it, the Rio Grande Trio? I think it was one of my favorites. It was published by Heavy Metal. You know, what you kind of want with a Western is something that. Sorry, I had a little pause there because my phone was doing something weird. Um, what you want is like a little bit of edge to it, you know, and a little bit more. And I thought David Laffin was going to be able to bring it. And, and he brings a solid story. This is not bad. I would say if you're if you're a fan of Westerns, this is a good three out of five to pick up. If you're not, it'll be a two out of five. Um, it's really interesting. It does leave you thirsting for more. I feel like they rushed to get the story into one book as a one shot. I just know Marvel wouldn't chance doing a four issue, five issue, you know, Western, you know, all in one, one, you know, and for War for a series. I don't think they would have done it. Uh, it just the market's not there for it. Um, I think if they did stuff like this in Marvel Comics Present, and if they push that as that anthology, like the stuff for new things, I think they have a really good angle if they did something like that with Marvel Comics for that. Because that's what it used to do. It used to, you know, I think Red Wolf did his, like, you know, debut on there. And a lot of characters, I think that would be an interesting take on it and, and have that one book. And it could be a big plus size book. You can have a four ninety nine book like that. And if you know, hey, man, you're going to get 30, 40 pages of fucking comics and it's good shit and it's new stuff. And maybe them taking chances and with artists, writers, creative teams. And it's like one of those books that's like, wow, you want to, you don't want to miss it because good or bad, it's something cool to read. Um, I, I could see something like this fitting in there too. Um, but I, I picked it up. I, I thought it was cool. I, I like the idea. I like westerns. I think there's something really great with it. 
I think it's a it's a genre that's not explored enough anymore. Um, it just needs that edge. Even if you're gonna bring in horror or science fiction, there's people that do steampunk stuff. There's people, you know, it can work. It can it can be something that can be really cool. So I I, I think that uh, it's interesting. But like I said, I think it's a three out of five if you're into westerns. It's a eh, it's good. It's one shot. You know, you can pick it up. You know, bam, read it, and you're good to go. It goes in your box. You know, not it's two out of five. And hopefully if they do something more like that, maybe this was Rush, maybe this was Last Minute. Uh, I don't think this guy Pizarri has good artwork, and there's some parts that are really good, and I like how they did it. But then there are other parts that they just, I don't know, it just seems not lazy, but maybe just not done up enough. Like I, maybe this guy needed like another week on his pages or something like that. I don't know. It could be more. But that was Gunhawks, and again, hopefully more Westerns will come out of this. I know I say I'm not going to review that many Marvel books, but <laughs> I'm reviewing purely Marvel books just because I have other stuff I'm reading and I want to finish it off before I review it. And those are the DC books and some of the indies. But I do have some indies in here and I'm, I, I will get to it. But I do want to talk about Amazing Spider-Man number 14 by uh, Spencer and Bacalo or Bacalo. Nick Spencer and Chris Bacalo. First, I'm a huge Bacalo fan. I think he's an amazing artist. I always love everything that he does. I mean, as everything since his indie books like Steampunk and everything he did with Generation X and all that stuff, I was I always followed him. I think he's a badass and he does some great sequential work on there. He knows how to make a sp page spread, just move and talk, and then the way he draws the characters and everything is just great. And I wanted to have something as a highlight for this event because I'm kind of man on everything. And so Amazing Spider-Man Family Matters Part 1 start on a new storyline so it's a good book to jump into um one thing i love that marvel does and nobody else does including indies and including dc especially is they always give you an intro page and i i don't know why people don't do this i think we're even going to do it in creature i think i mentioned this before but to give you an intro page that get let you catch up and i think that is so essential in these books you know they give you the classic peter Barton parker was bitten by radioactive and then it goes into what's happened so far and can let you catch up. And I think that's a great way of selling a comic. I think it should be what it should be. That, that, that's how you should be doing it. So I really dug this. So this book, I, I you know, I, I've talked about the new Spider-Man series. I'm just glad to be back into Spider-Man. I, I gotta admit, these other ones, I was kind of on the sidelines. I wasn't really into it. It wasn't that it wasn't bad. I, I did like Superior Spider-Man and a couple other ones. But it's good to go back and see Amazing Spider-Man really be good. This is kind of like how Batman is really good right now with Tom King. You know, it's like, it's really fun to see that, hey, this book has a good writers on it. Interesting artists going on it. I mean, originally I got into it because Ryan Otley was doing shit and I loved Invincible and I loved his stuff and I liked seeing it on there. So seeing this one and, and Otley did a cover for it. So that's the one I got, of course. But uh, Chris Bacallo, already a fan of. And I think Nick Spencer is doing great with this with the story. I mean, it's got arcade. It got some different characters. There's these great parts where they kind of get into the past and what's going on. You know, the other sub characters. Sometimes that I can understand can be a problematic because... Do we really want to know that much about Aunt May and what's going on with her life? Do we really want to? And, but it's great because it builds up the whole story. And I have to admit, this ends with such a great cliffhanger that you're like, oh, shit. Like, I want to see what happens now, you know? 
um and the rhino makes an appearance a bunch of other villains it's just a great book i think it's really awesome i would dare say this is a four out of five i'm really enjoying it. if you're a spider-man fan if you're into Vachala's work it's a five out of five that's for sure even if it, as a casual reader it's a good book to pick up this is a, if you're thinking hey should i jump into spider-man number 14 is it jump into spider-man it's a cool story it's a cool spider-man story classic funny quippy action-packed the sequentials are superb like there's some i've learned i learned a couple of things reading this i was just looking at it it's like one of those books i think i'm gonna leave on the side when i'm like thinking about layouts you know because the way some of these pages are laid out and done and it's just great i fucking love it it's just great i, I love seeing stuff like this the good solid book is it incredible is it gonna change your life is there's crazy shit happening inside yeah but i mean it's not like one of those like end all be all books but this is a solid read like this is something i would hand to a new reader i would hand to a young reader say here man read here read it if i wanted to present it as a comic book like what what's a comic book this is a kind of book that i would hand to somebody and say hey man read this because they would see the best of it you know so yeah that's that's a pretty good uh <laughs> good uh review right i mean that's a pretty big highlight i mean it's just it's great to see something like that it's fun you know it's a you know, I, I don't believe in the everything has to be escapism thing, but some of these books should be they, they have to be entertaining. They they shouldn't be some doom and gloom and, and and you can tell Nick Spencer's having fun with it. He's not one of these writers that's like, Oh, I'm gonna show them I'm the smartest guy. Cause that's what I feel like a lot of these writers are doing with comics. They're trying to show up their knowledge and show what they can do and oh, this is my take. I'm gonna blow your brains out with it. Boo ho ho and you kind of get like, hey, what the fuck, man? Just can you tell a story? Like, try stop trying to impress me and tell a story. Impress me with the comic, not you, you know, and your knowledge of it. So I thought it was really awesome. It was really cool. So I enjoyed it thoroughly. I think, you know, if you really get a chance, pick it up. It's awesome. Okay, finally, we're going to get to some indie stuff. <laughs> and this end, I'm going to actually do two issues because I got them one after another. And uh, I'm going to be talking about Mirka Andolfo's Unnatural, issue six and seven. Now, I'll tell you this much. Two disclaimers. Uno. I obviously am a big fan of this book because I did the variant cover for number one for Comics Exposure. So because of that, I'm kind of like, all right, you know, like... I obviously have a liking to this because I was there at the number one and I did all that other stuff. So I, I will will preface everything with that in the beginning. But I do also want to like chime in that it's a great series. It's a great book. I actually really enjoy it, not only because of her art and her sequentials, but the story and everything. And let me tell you something. It's not my cup of tea right most of the time. I'm not too much into anthropomorphic stuff, not for anything particular. I mean, I'm a huge Ninja Turtle, Usagi Yojimbo kind of fan and those kind of books and everything else. And it's not like I can't get into it. Redwall, Brian Jacques, you know, or Brian Jakes, you know, those I like novels like that. I, I don't mind uh, anthro books, but now there's so much stuff online, especially with the web and everything. So many people do those kind of anthropomorphic uh, stories. And I'm kind of, eh, and especially when it's sexy and cute or something like that, but there's something to Merka stuff that's just so gorgeous, so good. You know, this little pig character in, in the beginning of it is just so amazing and everything. 
that you know what I, I and and the, all the other characters that come out into it it's it's endearing it's awesome it's well done the pacing the way it looks and everything it's very nice i mean a classic i think i guess stereotype and this is a great stereotype of any italian um i wouldn't say i would say overall european but i've noticed this with uh, italian comic book creators their shit is so good <laughs> their shit is so well done so well made that you just sit there going man what the hell's wrong with us why do we suck so bad so i would say you know there is a, a bias here that being said issue six and seven are out this is the second half of the series i was reading um I was reading the first series in uh, uh, the the first part because, like I said, I was there from the beginning. Um, and then they took a break and then they came back. And it's been so good. And it's just one of those things where you really want to see this character, Leslie, who's like this kind of anthropomorphic pig girl in this world. And, and what happens is the, in this world, they tell you who you can mate with. Obviously, you have, if you're a pig, you have to mate with another pig. If you're a bird, you have to mate with another bird, etc., etc. Like within your species. They don't want you crossing over species because it would fuck up things and blah, blah, blah. And there seems to be like an insidious kind of Illuminati-ish hand behind everything, both in a governmental body and also in a cultish kind of body. And then there's somebody against that. And she's had, you know, dreams and ideas and everything else and it gets into like the mystical and the supernatural kind of in it and so because of that it's so it, it works so well and i, I enjoy it so much because of that because she she balances those things really well it's not horrible you know um sometimes it can be heavy-handed other times it can be too mysterious you know it it if it's really good it's the first season of two seasons of lost if it's really bad it's the last three seasons of lost you know, it, it, it's one of those things that you gotta like really know how you can weigh it out. And I think this really works really well. I will tell you this, you will need to read issues one through five. You can't just pick up six and seven and just walk into it. Um, I would be picking up this series. It's so good. It's so worth it. I think it's such a great, 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 great series. It's like four out of five. I would say five out of five. If you're into anthropomorphic and you're into those kind of books, it's a five out of five because the artwork is great. The covers have been awesome, not just by me, but all the star people that they've had on there her sequentials are solid the characters and it has some twists and turns into it that i am surprised and appalled at times there's times i'm like what the fuck man why'd you kill her you know like it, it, it has that attitude it has that thing to it and i think it works really well um so i would pick it up it's such a great book it's published by image they're 399 and they've just been really strong and just really great. And uh, I can't say, say enough about this series. I, I look forward to it. Every time I see the series, I look so forward to it. Uh, I mean, I have every single issue and I'm just like, you know, waiting for number eight now. So if you get a chance, Unnatural. Uh, that It's already in graphic graphic novel. I think they, they collected the first five issues in the first graphic novel. So if you get that, six and seven, you'll be up to date. And if not, wait for the second graphic novel and pick it up. But I can't recommend it enough. So get a chance, guys. Pick it up. So that was some comic reviews right there. Um, it was funny. I actually debated review doing a bad review of a comic, and I was like thinking about it. I go, you know what? I don't mind when it's a Marvel or a DC book or one of these heavy books because you know what they can take it and it's okay. And um, 
I don't know. I, I, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, mm, about doing reviews, a bad review, but I feel like it's necessary. But then I thought, all right, it, it will be unfair on this comic and I shouldn't do it. But some comics, yeah, man, I, I always notice that some people really either they huff their own farts and they're really smelling it. And, and I can understand. I worry about that myself. Like sometimes you're trapped in your own world for so long that by the time you turn around to go and say, oh, cool, let me fucking get this word you know get this out there you've 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 just kind of masturbated all over the page and just here's my mess look at it and appreciate it and i can tell like i look at some people's work and i see that in it and that's where some of these books were going with it and some of them were indie books and they had like a lot of those things that you know i think here in creature we talk about it sometimes like we don't want to happen in our books we don't want that scene we see it in other people's and we're like eh, right there man that thing right there <laughs> let's fucking not do that let's not do that because it's like it's a it's a symbol of like an amateur and but it's also just cringy it's cringy and that's that's what it is here it had a very good premise but it is it was smelling its own farts man and just like calling it wine (laughs) you know just to just to put a basis on it so that's that's the reason why i didn't want to do it but you know you got your five reviews you know even though it's two for one on one title but you got some uh reviews there and hopefully it'll help you guys you know and i wanted to, to segue that into appreciation and appreciating what you do and appreciating um what you have and i i preface that you do and what you have on purpose because i think it's that that's how you one comes before another you gotta appreciate what you can do and what you do every day i think it's a hard fucking thing as anybody creative anybody that's making things because in the end you do want an audience anybody who sits there and says i don't need people i don't need the you're full of shit dude i really feel like they're just full of shit we do this for attention we all do things for attention there's certain clothes we wear and shoes we buy and drive cars we drive and things we eat and places we go to because we want attention. They make us feel good. They give us some sort of attention. We, we recognize ourselves as part of something and a brand. There's what have you. And we go to it. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're human beings. We, that's what we do. We subscribe and drive and jive to certain things. And to deny that is bullshit. There are nice things in this world and we should like them. And there's bad things in this world and they suck. And we all know it. And let's not fucking dress it up as one thing or another. Now there's quirks and weirdness and everything else, but know what they are. And a lot of times when you have that kind of situation and you're thinking about that, um, you got to appreciate what you have, appreciate what you do. And and when you can do these things and you you make these things and put them out there, that's what you want. You want to not only have appreciation coming up, but appreciate that you did it, that you made this thing, that it was you that honed and brought this to light and being bad or good. It's it's amazing that you did it and I appreciate that you have the ability to do it. Now, it might suck. It might blow dog. You know, my first couple of times on stand up, I luckily I got some chuckles and it was decent. But all I could think about was. I was 40 years old and I'm starting to do stand up. And I thought about the last 10 years I fucking wasted not doing it. And I don't say wasted. It's not like I wasn't doing other things. It's not like I wasn't fucking pursuing things and other great shit was happening. But I kind of missed out. I could have done this 10 years ago 
and 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 I would be amazing. It would be amazing where I would be at right now. And I didn't because I didn't appreciate what I could do. And I unfortunately at that time listened to somebody that was important to me. And she had said that she just didn't want me to do it. She didn't think I could do it. She didn't think I was funny. And because of that, I, I cringe back and I don't blame them. I think they were protecting me. This is not a, oh, she woefully wronged me because she stopped me from pursuing my because she supported me and everything else. I think there's a person that was protecting me. Um, that was, you know, just kind of didn't want me to go somewhere and, and get embarrassed or, or, or make a fool of myself. Because it is a tightrope that you're walking when you do it. Um, but it's one of those things that you, I, I said, man, you know, because I didn't have the guts, I didn't appreciate what I could do. I decided to just say fuck it and it's funny because sometimes like on stage and especially some of these nights are really hard um you go out there and you got the wrong crowd you got this crowd that I'm seeing other comics that are making me fucking laugh and they're not getting a chuckle like I'm fucking chuck laughing in the back like a fucking hyena and they think I'm a I'm a plant or something back there like this they, they plant this guy to fucking laugh or something and I'm thinking they're hilarious they're killing it and I see this crowd just be a fucking doornail like just nails in the board they're just not moving they're not doing shit and uh when i and i see that and everything but i i like i appreciate what they're doing and i appreciate that they can get it out there and they, they can 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 put it in it forward it's so good and great that you're just happy and then what i love is then i'll be in the back i'll be in whatever you want to say the green room quote unquote or section where all the comedians are and i'm making them laugh like I'll go up there and maybe I'm the, I'll make a couple of people chuckle. I'll have a couple of good breaks and then I walk off. But then I'm in the back and I'm talking to them and we're all cackling like motherfuckers because we're making jokes and we're re- really, you know, the rhythm is just rhyming off each other and we're really good. And I think I love that more because I mean I make I make a comic fucking laugh. Holy shit, you know. Um, I, I mean it's also easy because everybody there wants to laugh. I mean as a comic you want to laugh. I mean I see some of these guys and they're serious and they're like pissy because they're trying to make a real fucking go at it so i don't try to be a dick i I shut the fuck up and i walk away because i understand where they're coming from i have other things in my life that does great but i know where but i hope they appreciate what they can do because i tell them like it's good man you can make people fucking laugh you have the balls to be on there and say hey listen to me i got something to say that's a big deal and when you do do it and you do go out there and i have guys that are greenhorns too but they're six months ahead of me they're a year ahead of me they're three years ahead of me and and there's guys now just starting to go to other you know start doing the showcases start going out there and i'm like oh wow man and they have a year ahead of me they have two years ahead of me and i'm like oh wow that's so fucking cool like i'm just like amazed by it i think it's so cool that they're doing that i think it's so cool that they're 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 trying out new things on there so i'm like oh man that's awesome you know um i appreciate them make out of it and i and once you get a show under you and another show under you and another thing under you you appreciate it you keep going and you're oh fuck yeah oh fuck yeah so what you do ends up being what you have and now you can appreciate those things and right now like i was going through some dark shit you know not bad but it's one of those things where again like i said in the preface like that that thing about like feeling like a fake feeling like a loser sometimes like because you go through so many emotions and now you say am am i this person that i think i am i mean maybe i'm a fucking loser and i'm here talking shit when i'm not anybody and then you go through it and now you go through your your mental rolodex and you see these experiences and think the things that you did and you go oh shit maybe it's not that bad maybe i'm not doing horrible 
I'm, I'm, maybe I'm talking shit. Maybe I should try something else. Um, that's interesting. And I thought that was like something really cool. And I, I really, I, I think you should try to do, try to do in your life, try to do in your work, try to do in whatever you have, you know, appreciate what you have. And in, and even in the physical, even in the physical and even in the, in the monetary, you know, you have a job, you busted your ass for tw- fucking 10 years to get the position you have. They have the job you have. They have the truck. You have the car. Cool, man. Fucking appreciate it. Have it. Know that you fucking did that. Know that you made that. That shit is yours. You own that. You fucking have that. But do it because you wanted that thing. Not for anything else. You wanted that thing. And that thing's for you and for yourself. Or for your family. For somebody you love. That's fucking awesome. Because that's some great shit. You know. My mom was visiting out of town. Um, she recently moved to Georgia, but all her doctors are down here. So she came down here and she needed help. And luckily, I just been recently able to like get my shit cleaned up and get my credit pretty good. So I had some credit cards. And the one thing I thought, you know, I always like saving it for emergencies, saving it for some other stuff. I got to move soon. I got to get a new place. So I'm like, man, you know, but it was really cool that I could come in and be like, hey, mom, what do you need? Oh, this, this, that. Bam, bam, bam. Got it for her. You know, and. You know, she doesn't know I'm using a credit card that I'm fucking paying out of pocket. I'll probably be paying that shit for the next two years. (laughs) But I was able to help my mom. And I was appreciating that. I think that's a cool thing. That's a great thing to have. So I tell you guys that you always have that in mind. Even in those kind of things. Appreciate it. Appreciate that waking up in the the morning and having a breakfast and having a roof over your head and being out to look at. I mean, things can be shitty. They're going to be shitty. You still got to pay rent. You still got to make work. Oh, there's deadlines coming up. All this shit's happening. That shit is is even relationships, you know, like, oh, I don't know if this girl likes me. I don't know if this is the right relationship. But, you know, even now I was like, oh, cool. I got to like this girl gave me her number. I'm going to fucking text her. I'm going to talk some shit with her. And it's cool. It's like, that's a little adventure, you know, uh, and when a relationship ends, uh, yeah, I recently had a relationship kind of end on me and, and it's more them than me kind of situation. And, and they had some issues and I understood. And I said, okay, this is going to happen. Cool. And I just told them, Hey, you know, you're awesome. You're amazing. Don't ever don't worry about it. We're, we're going to be cool. But, and she had some issues that she had to deal with. Cool. But I thought at the very least, like, man, I got to know this person and she's so awesome and she's so cool. That's cool, man. I mean, she's going to go her way. I'm going to go mine. Hey, maybe down the road, we'll see each other again. So you got to like keep that in mind. Um, I had another situation where I had, you know, not to be even cryptic, but an ex-girlfriend. I seemingly blocked me and then do all this crap because we had an argument some time ago over something really stupid. And it sucks because this is like somebody that you know over 20 plus years and everything's awesome. But yeah, that one moment and they have this new priority in their life and you go, oh shit, you know, and they cut yourself, cut you out of their life like that. I go, well, all I can do is I'm hurt. It sucks, but I appreciate the time we had. We had an amazing time. That memory is still there. I can remember it and it was an awesome time. Now it's not there anymore. It didn't exist now. And and you went your way. I'm going to go my way. Cool no problem you know and over a stupid argument that's more you than me but you gotta just take it on and that's all it is you can't be vengeful you can't hold on to shit you can't be sitting there going eh what the fuck man because for what in the end you have no control over that and especially people you have no control over that 
And so I tell you again, appreciate, appreciate what you have, appreciate the relationships you have now. You don't know how they will change, how people will change or how what's going on. And if you can make something, if you can do something, go fucking do it. If you can want to sing a song, sing it badly if you want to, but sing it. The worst thing in the world is not let yourself have those things. And that's where you're going to suffer because regret is the one emotion you can't do anything about. You can't do anything about if you sit there just regretting. First off, you're not doing shit. All you're doing is just being in pain. And then second, you're not fixing the problem, you know, and, and you can't do anything about it. So just fucking leave it alone. It's better to go and say, I tried and I fucking failed. It was miserable. It was a car crash. This thing sucked, but I tried. Then sitting there going, what if I had? What if I had? Because that's what I think about when I think about the comedy. I could have been doing it before. I could have been trying it. I could have been pushing it, but I didn't because I was afraid and I didn't have approval from a loved one. And now I'm appreciating it and doing it. It's great. And maybe it was the right time. Maybe now is a better time than before. Maybe before it would have been a spectacular thing. Maybe it would have cost me something. But I, you know, thinking about it, it's better that I, I would have than I, di- I didn't. So that's what I tell you. Appreciate it. You're listening to this podcast. Appreciate the phone you're listening to it on or appreciate the computer you have. Appreciate the headphones you have. Appreciate that you can do that because shit is really bad out there. There's shit that 10 times fucking worse. And appreciate it because like that, when you're happy now, you can come back to that memory. So when shit does get bad, and it does, and it will, because that's how life is. There's times that it's going to be shitty. You can look back and say, well, I had these good times. I, I, I've I, been to the mountaintop. I've fucking, like the Tennessee Williams, like Camino Real. I've done the Camino Real. I've done it in carriage, and I've done it in, on foot. That's the thing you have to appreciate. You say, I've done both. I've, can, I've done life good. I've done life bad. But I can look back and remember it. And I can appreciate it. So that's what I would tell you guys. Appreciate, man. You know, just try. Just sit there a little bit and say, huh, this is nice. And then get out with your fucking day. You got shit to do. You can't be eating shit and fucking looking at the clouds, you know? And uh, on that note, um, next up is uh, my sweet Caroline's uh, uh, pre-Valentine's Day uh, stand-up. Little five minutes that I did there. It was like 11.30, 11.40 at night. I was pushed back because of some uh, showcases that came in. and uh, But it was fun. It was cool to, uh, for the crowd and flirting with the Russian girls. Uh, some of the guys looked like they were going to cut my head off. But uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. And then uh, I'll tell you all the events that are coming up. Lady has approached the stage. This is getting her so good.
coming up next to the stage is a very hard worker. He's dedicated to the craft. He just can't seem to figure it out. The one and only Wild, everybody. What's up, Sweet Caroline? I'm gonna put the book back down because I've been carrying it all day and everybody's been pointing me to Camilla's house. Because everyone's like, no, you can go, like, they'll help you. And I'm like, no, I'm a comedian, I play tonight. They can get you clothes, they can help you turn it around. How many of you guys are gonna celebrate Valentine's Day today? Or tonight, or this week? This week? You guys bought flowers? You bought stuff for people? I did it, I did the rat race. I bought flowers, I ordered it online and everything for a girl that gives me like just hand jobs that look like indentured servitude, just like, uh, it's not good when a girl gives you a hand job and it feels like, uh, like she's unraveling like Christmas cables or something, <laughs> like, it's like, uh, okay, how does this go, you put this over here, and then, uh, but that's the thing, man, I mean, you gotta take what you can get, you know, I mean, that's a beautiful thing about women, that women can say no, like, women can say no to sex, they can say no to their, we never say no to sex, I've had sex with broken women ribs, I, I, I won't say no to it, yes, Russian girls laugh, please. You're like my fetish from the 80s. You were our enemies. You were our enemies back then. Every movie was just like, man, like the Russians. It's like, you would put it And I'm like, oh my god, I want to be broken. It was awesome, right? You were the best enemies. You were the best enemies. We loved you guys. It was great because you were serious. And it's like, oh, this is the Russian cartoon. This is going to happen. And I was just like, yeah, that's what I can do. Oh, would you still be enemies? Oh my god, that's, that's the best, that, that hate fucking, that hate fucking is where the real stuff is. When you're just like fucking, just like, I hate doing it, you're fucking big and like, capitalist, oh, that would be the fucking best thing. Uh, speaking of capitalism, so I bought a hundred dollars of flowers with money I don't have for a girl that I really shouldn't buy it for. But, you know, I mean, it's just when it comes to fucking, it's like men are like, you know, you have to like, take fucking like we're squirrels storing it for the weekend, you know? Starting it for winter. We need it. We have to have it. I love it. I love the Russian girls laughing. They're planning something now. Soon the missiles will launch. You will go down the American. I watched too many G.I. Joe episodes. You know? That's the thing, man. I mean, it's a fucking beautiful. Like, you know? And now you guys are like, taking over the world. You guys have all this different shit going on. Yeah, I'm for it, man. I'm like, hey, you know? And the thing is, you're moving to Miami, so it's gonna be great, because you guys start fucking, right? If you start fucking, you start fucking all the Cubans, and the Venezuelans, and the Jamaicans. Those are some beautiful babies. We need some Asians here, that's all we need. If we keep fucking, I'm telling you, if we keep fucking, we're gonna have beautiful babies. They're gonna be gorgeous. We're just, let's just fuck until we're all the same color. It's just gonna be awesome. I, I, I swear, it's gonna be the best thing in the world. But uh, in the end, I mean, you know, I have a friend that's a sex cam worker, and uh, we were talking about that. And we were back and forth about it and everything else, and then she started telling me, you know, she's like, well, why do you want to know so much about sex cam work? It's like, because I just want to know. And she's like, what do you want to know so much? I'm like, what, do you think I'm going to take over for you? Like, you think they really want to see, like, a fat fucking Mexican guy in front of a laptop dance around a dildo? Because if they do it, I mean, no, I'll fucking do it, because I need the money. Anyway, guys, that was my time. Thank you so much. Well, I need to, everybody.
candles and lamps. Is it good up here? It's good as well. Okay, so that's the podcast for today. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hopefully you like this new format. I'm getting more stuff in there. I don't know if the comic reviews are something that people want. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it as something that I feel like is just necessary. Maybe I'll will it down to one. I'll do more. Make it a separate thing. I have no idea. I don't know if the comedy thing is something that people really dig. I don't know. I just know that there was a fluctuation there. You know, I got like... You know, it's anywhere from 20 to 30 people on each different thing that listen to it, either be it iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or what have you. So I see, you know, the the, the long range of it. So I, I know there's maybe like 100 people to 200 people listening to it. So I want to make sure I'm doing right and I'm doing correct and people can. But I know that last podcast, people didn't like it or, or, or I guess weren't interested or were busy because the numbers were low across the board. So maybe throwing a panel in there, maybe the audio wasn't enough. I tried to tweak it, but maybe it was too bad or, or too old or what have you. So I will try to fix that in the future and make it work. Um, this week, I hopefully will be at Red Bar on Monday. I will be doing another stand-up set. I'm trying to see because this week is, again, really busy. I have a couple of different things coming up. Um, I also have something up. I'm already looking at some my, my schedule and going, oh, shit. Um, and then Saturday on the 23rd, I am going, we're having art on Palm here on, on Palm Avenue. So right here on Palm Avenue and 5th and Hialeah, they're going to be shutting down the street, closing it off. And we're going to be having tents out there and you're going to get to see all this different, really cool art happening here in Hialeah. And I think you guys should check it out. It's going to be really cool. We expect like a crowd of more than a thousand people coming in. Numbers keep going up now that we're, you know, getting near it. And I think a lot of people are going to enjoy it and come out. You guys should come out. Really uh, check it out. Uh, if you want to know more or see anything more, uh, just check out my uh, my Instagram. I'll be posting it on there. And that goes out to Facebook and Twitter and everything. On At uh, Fuacata, F-W-A-C-A-T-A. That's me on all social media and the podcast and everything. Pretty much if you put F-W-A-C-A-T-A in anything, I come up somehow. Um... And I think also cool, um, you can, you know, try out, you go to my, uh, website, my blog, fuagata.com. Um, it's odd to have a blog now, I think. I think people have kind of forgotten what blogs are, uh, kind of wondering. Uh, we are working on a vlog on some other stuff that we're doing. Uh, we have a podcast room that we're working on and we're putting together and blah, 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 but all that cool stuff. So that's coming up soon too. That's going to be with Creature Entertainment. So that's going to be awesome. There's also going to be a tea public sale starting Wednesday, the 20th, going all the way to Monday, I think. No, Sunday. Um, where everything's going to be like 30% off. So you can get my t-shirts and everything else at like 13 bucks or something like that. Check it out there. Also, you can go to Patreon. Check out the fuck at the Patreon on there. I'm going to be posting on there too. Um, some new stuff. I'm going to be, you know, trying to, you know, just put everything out there as much as I can. I mean, it's all about posting stuff as much as possible. And if you want to know more, but my main thing is probably Instagram. So always go there to find out stuff. So I'll see you guys next week on Saturday. If you come in, say what's up. Let me know what you think on, uh, on Art on Palm. And, uh, after that, uh, we have a Comic Con Revolution in, uh, uh, on, uh, in March, which is going to be awesome. I'm going to be doing some panels there too. 
You should check out that show. It's going to be really good in West Palm Beach. I think it's going to be really awesome. And uh, more to come. And hopefully, I'll get some Tommy done and get these sketch cards done and get these commissions done. And oh my god, oh my god, it's hard to breathe. Clone room getting smaller. <laughs> no, it's it's good. Everything everything will work out. Everything will be fine. Everything is fine. Everything. Have a good week, guys. Laters. <laughs>